Welcome to Origin Gate Daily Podcast Wisdom's Echo. My name is Lindy Masters with the insight of the day. Today I want to talk about mysteries. I think the church per se has become quite mystery averse. I heard a prophet say this recently, we must not become mystery averse because we get nervous of things we don't understand. And as soon as it has words on it that sound vaguely new age or vaguely something age, then we panic and run in the opposite direction. I literally have had people tell me that I'm a new ager, that I'm a Jezebel, that I'm a maverick, that I'm doing all this crazy stuff because I dare to look into the mysteries of Yahweh. And to be fair, they're mysteries, but are they mysteries? Well, they've actually been there. They're ancient. They're ancient of age. It's not new age, it's ancient age. And we're only just beginning to dig out mysteries in Scripture, mysteries in the Hebrew. There's been a a huge resurgence in understanding Hebrew and understanding the Hebrew language and understanding how to read the Hebrew letters and how the original intent of Scripture, what it means in the Greek and what it means in the Hebrew. And so the mysteries have always been there. But, you know, it, it is the joy of the Father to hide a thing, man, and he hides it from the kings. But it is the joy of us kings, us sons, to search out the, the mysteries, to search out the matter. So, you know, what are mysteries and what are not mysteries? Let me look at what mysteries are not. Mysteries for me are not just being weird for the sake of being weird. Mysteries are not trying to find something so deep and so out there so that it sounds mysterious. And people go, oh, where did you get that from? And go, well, I read it on a social media post or I read it in this weird book or I heard someone speak about it. For me, that's not really mysteries. That's being a mysterious and odd for the sake of, getting a platform and we have to be very careful that we walk in digging out a matter in the mysteries and the and the the dark cloud of the lord in the in the scriptures and all these things we have to make sure we dig this out um, with a pure heart with no ego and with no pride that and with honor when we honor with the word and we honor the mysteries that's when the mysteries reveal themselves if we are trying to get a platform because we know something mysterious that someone else doesn't know That, for me, is the breeding ground for us walking into a place of error where the mysteries just don't reveal themselves, but something else does. Familiar spirits do, or other things will reveal mysteries to us that aren't actually mysteries from the heart of God. So, mysteries or mysterion is mentioned 28 times in the New Testament in Greek, Um, and I love the Greek language, and I honor the Greeks for giving us that language and for giving us the New Testament. Without them, we would be uh, stuck a little bit. So partnering partnering with mysteries should be normal for us. It shouldn't be something that we're adverse to because we don't understand it. And to be honest, I remember when I first became a Christian, the evangelist that I traveled with used to say that the seven last words of a dying church are this. It's never been done this way before. We actually don't like change. We don't like anything that isn't what we're familiar with, or what we've always heard. And and it's always precept upon precept and it's line upon line as Yahweh begins to show us the, the things that have always been there. And something I have noticed is that there's really nothing new. It's always been around, but every century it's like it gets hidden and it gets found and gets hidden and it gets found. And that's that's really good for us because it gives us something to to dig into and to look for. Um, To be fair, religion likes control and religion likes order more than it likes mystery 
and sovereignty. And again, we don't want to do, be looking at this whole thing of religion because Yahweh, you know, he didn't, Yeshua didn't like religion. He would, he would be dealing with them in this Luke chapter 11, verse 32. Woe to you teachers of Mosaic law, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You yourselves do not enter and you hindered those who were entering. That is huge. Imagine if the father came and said that to us. You've taken away the keys. You don't want to go in and you don't want to let them go in. Some mysteries love to be hidden away by the religious spirit. You've taken away the key of knowledge. You yourselves did not enter and you hindered those who were entering in with the key of knowledge. What is the key of knowledge? Well, the key of knowledge is the word and the word reveals its mysteries to us. So I want to have a look at uh, the word key uh, in the Greek, I'm not going to tell you what it says because I can't read Greek very well, but it says the, uh, the keepers of the key had the power to shut and to open. So the key had the power and the authority. The person who had the key had the power and authority to open and to shut. It denoted power and authority of various kinds. That was what the key was. That power and authority to open and shut something, they took that power away from people who were looking for what? For knowledge. Knowledge comes up that part of speech is a feminine noun. Knowledge which is understanding, uh, an enlargement of understanding of something, um, wisdom to understand something, knowledge, and even science. So, interesting. They've taken away the key so that we will not look at it, the power and the authority. They've opened and they've got the key to open and shut it, and they shut it. You said you shut the key to power and authority and the knowledge that they need, and you didn't go in and you wouldn't let them enter in. Now, what is the, the meaning of the word mystery? And it says, anything that is kept secret or remains unexplained or unknown, the mysteries of nature or of any affair of a thing, of a person that represents features or qualities so obscure as to arouse curiosity and speculation. Hmm, what is that about? And there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it in Scripture. There is so much of it. that, And it's actually mentioned a number of times in Scripture. Matthew 13, the mysteries have been granted to you. Mark 11, 4.11, to you has been given the mystery of the kingdom of God. Luke 8, verse 10, to you it has been granted to know the mysteries of God. Romans 11.25, don't be ignorant of the mysteries of God. 1 Corinthians 4.1, they were entrusted with the mysteries of God. Of God, so that's just the New Testament is just covered with words which speak of mystery or mysterion, that which is so hidden that it's like, mm, what is that? Now you and I don't want to be the ones who have the key of power and authority to open and shut the knowledge into some of the mysteries that Yahweh has hidden for us to not to hide forever, but for us to dig out how with honor, with sweetness of spirit, with um. No guile, no pride, and no ego. Because why? Religion likes to control and it likes to have order more than it likes mystery and sovereignty. And honestly, Yahweh is taking us into a decade of mystery and sovereignty. We are trading into this, Father. We're coming into a time where you're going to reveal the mysteries that you've, I mean, come on. If we knew everything about God, well, what, what? How, how do you get to a place where you know everything about God? We cannot. There is so much about the Father that we do not know. There's so much about Yeshua we do not know. Come on, how do I know that? The scripture says that there are not enough books 
in the world to hold and write down everything that he did when he was on the face of the earth in three years. Goodness me, I'm sure they could write a book about me in three years and it would be a book and we'd be done. So we are entrusted with the mystical, you know, what does a mystical do? We're trying to come on church. We're in, we're the ones that carry the mystical, not the new ages, not the, the, the UFO people, not the people out in the weird stuff. We are supposed to have been entrusted with the mystical, but we got so scared of it because of religion who closed the power and authority with their key, wouldn't go in, wouldn't let us in, that we let everybody else look. So they go, well, we're looking at this, we're looking at that. Is this real? Let us look at these, these different programs on TV, the strange and the supernatural, the strange and the unusual. I'm like, oh, for goodness sake. We are entrusted with the mystical, the the unusual, the strange, the trances, the trans relocations, you know, speaking in tongues, extreme tongues. We are the ones that are, that are entrusted with that. We are scratching the surface of being peculiar. You must want strange and mysterious and the things of Yahweh, but not on your own terms. You have to have them on his terms. You can't take them and say, well, I, I don't mind being strange, but only if it fits within my personality. You know, my husband, who's been uh, in glory now for 13 years, he would often do very strange things. He would get up and, and like he'd get up and worship on a chair and I'd go, what are you doing? We'd have home cell and he'd be on the chair and he'd, say, and he'd just stand on the chair and worship. I'd go, oh my goodness, what are you doing? And as he did, people would start falling out and flying around the room. People, one guy had an addiction and, and, and he just flew across the room, hit the wall, landed on the floor and said, God had touched him in the most phenomenal way and he was completely delivered that day from that addiction. And I had to really judge my heart because I had judged him for standing on a chair. But he said, God told me, stand on a chair. And when he was prepared to be unusual and strange, God stepped in and people were delivered. It was astonishing. And I learned to not be too concerned about how strange he could be on occasions, which was great. Never knew what was going to happen next. I cannot have the strange and the mysterious and the supernatural of God on my own terms. They have to be on his terms. So we don't like what we don't understand. And, and mysterious things happen to us to reveal him, to reveal his glory, to reveal the depth of who he is. It's not about us. So don't make, oh, I have a mystery. If you come onto my page on Facebook, I'm going to do a Facebook Live in 20 minutes, and I will reveal to you what I have just discovered in the mysteries of Yahweh that no one else has. Stop it. This is not about you. It is always about the Father. It's always to reveal His glory. We become signs and wonders. We become part of it, but always it has to be about Him, in Him, for Him, and dripping in the blood of the Lamb. It's got to sound like Him. It's got to have a, a resonance of Him. It's got to be in Him. In Him I live and move and have my being. That's where the mysteries or the counsels of God, the detailed truths are revealed by the revelation of God. It's found in him, not in me, not in my movement, not in my group, not in my remnant. It is found in him. And there is a move coming that we're going to step into where we want to be those unusual ones who will translocate like Philip did and like Enoch did and like Elijah did. We want to be those who speak in unusual, exceptional tongues and people understand us in their own language, but it cannot be in our terms. It cannot be about me. It cannot be to create 
a platform for me. It is always a platform for him. As I step into him, I look like him, I sound like him, I look at his face and I see him and I, and I do what he tells me to do. And then when it happens, I go home and I say, Father, I give all the accolades back to you. It's like going into your room and worshiping and handing him a bouquet. I remember Kim Clement saying that he, Kim Clement was one of my Bible school lecturers and was going to marry us, um, my husband and I, but then he got laryngitis and couldn't do it, and we just loved him. And he said that when people came and said, oh, Kim, you're amazing, you've done the most amazing stuff, because he would sing the mysteries. He would prophesy and sing the mysteries of Yahweh. He said, I would, I would receive the praise and say, thank you very much, I receive it. Go to my room, and then after the meeting, I'd worship, and I'd hand it back to him like bouquets of flowers. And he would give it back to him and say, Father, this is all about you, because without you, I'm nothing. I am so grateful that you have allowed me to be a vessel, and I give, give you the, the bouquets back. And he would sing these bouquets of praise back to the Father. And when we do that, then what will happen, a move of, of the Spirit, a move of the gifts and of the mysteries of Yahweh will come and collide into our lives because we'll know where the glory sits. And an explosion is going to happen this year of sovereignty and of mystery. There is an explosion coming where Yahweh is going to take us into sovereignty and the sovereignty that sits in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, where the triune meets in the middle that is called sovereignty. And in the middle of you, in the middle of, of my body, my soul, and my spirit is that meeting point called sovereignty that sits in me. And the two need to look at each other, the sovereignty of the Godhead, the sovereignty of the temple that I am and as they look together I then can only do what the father is telling me to do that is sovereignty and in mystery the mysterion the unusual the oh what is that the dark cloud the mystery the when the when the darkness came there was that mystery of Yahweh that's why you sleep at night when you go to sleep it's so that your soul and spirit can go into the mystery into the night of Yahweh and go back to where they came from to hear the mysteries from the heart of the Father. And when you wake up in the morning, it's a new day. Joy comes in the morning where it all comes back into your physical body that has been sleeping in a place of rest in Yahweh. And then you've got the whole day to walk out the mysteries that you have received at night, to walk out the grace that you've received, to walk out the love that you've received, to walk out the peace that you've received in the mysteries of the sleep time, of night time. It's not a time for the, the evil to, to prevail. Uh, Yeshua on the cross, he dealt a blow into all of that stuff and we've handed over the darkness to them. No, nighttime is a time of mystery. It's a time of the revealing of Yahweh into our lives, the revealing of his sweet spirit, of the things he wants to whisper in our ears to us. So I want you to really position yourself this year and say, Father, forgive me if I've become mystery averse and help me not to, to be one of those that has the key, the power and the authority to open and shut where I shut it, but that I open it and that I can then I position myself now to walk into sovereignty, to walk into the mystery of Yahweh that is coming into his body in this time. And I position myself for that. Shalom, shalom. Thank you so much for listening to me.